Hey folks, welcome back to episode 3 of the uh, Man of Many Hobbies podcast. I am here coming from you live today on the road. Uh, I'm on 169. I'm currently driving around the beautiful Lake Malax. It is absolutely gorgeous. I'm going up to my grandma's, grandma's cabin up in up by Grand Rapids, Minnesota. And I am excited about this drive because it would be beautiful. Uh, the leaves are still changing colors, and they get the roads get skinnier and skinnier, which is one of my favorite things. Once you get to the roads that are really skinny, you can hardly even see. You're like, ooh, I know I'm getting close. Anyway, that's kind of how it feels for me. I, uh, I'm sure some of you have similar, similar feelings. And especially in the fall, man. To go up in the fall is just a gift. Anyway, so here's my thought today. I was just talking to my buddy, and we were discussing how everybody is feeling less satisfied with things and it kind of goes along it's funny I actually this is my second attempt at doing a uh, an episode three and I'm it's because I'm unsatisfied with my last my last attempt I was doing I I had this whole theme about how everybody just seems like they're kind of tired and quitting everything and it's because we're tired and I I think we were given so anyway I, I got a chance to flush this idea a little bit further with my statistics friend who says that the data is actually showing about a 10% reduction overall in satisfaction on everything globally. So this is not something that is not backed up with data. This is, And he works for a very, very big uh, corporation. I probably shouldn't say the name of it just because he's not saying this to me as any sort of a professional, real, like I didn't, anyway, he's just a friend. Um, but I would I completely agree, and, I, and I, I'm guessing that it would probably echo people's feelings in general is that they're just less satisfied you're less satisfied with with things in general and here is my here's my attempt to explain it to everybody okay we all had a, had a bizarre crazy opportunity where the world stopped right we all took a stop for a couple years and we took a look around and we all realized adulting is too hard it's too hard it shouldn't be this hard just to be a functional adult. And I think now we're in a situation where we're, we're turning things back on. And I think there's some frustration. I know there's frustration. There's frustration on my end, even in myself. Of I'm not doing a good enough job on these things. I, I'm, not, I'm not willing to commit to the level that I think is necessary. I mean, I'm a scout leader. And I know it's a lot of work to put together the scouts. And I am just finding myself not willing to do enough work. And I am frustrated with myself about it. And then there's another part of me that feels like, well, I don't get as much out of it as I want. Again, I, I think I'm just feeling this 10% reduction in, in satisfaction of everything, which is very, very weird. And I think, um, I, I think it's okay. I think it's actually kind of a chance for us to pause again and reflect and to say, wait a minute, maybe that's right. Maybe adulting is too hard. How do we make it a little easier? What could we do? Like, what what could we do to sort of just take it back a little bit, slow it down? Uh, I don't know. Make things easier. Give us give ourselves a little bit more cushion. I think, I, I, and I know people are probably really on the fence about this, but I personally, as kind of as a liberal person, also, but uh, but I think that the that the government uh, help that was provided during the COVID things 
that people have argued would probably cause people to quit bad jobs. I absolutely think it did, and I absolutely support that. And I absolutely think that that's, that's actually extremely valuable because I think because of that, it really forced the issue at exactly the right moment, which is now. Which is now, when we're in the moment of turning this stuff back on, we can turn it back on in a way that makes more sense, right? I've seen, I love this meme I've seen on Facebook where it shows you, it says, next time you're at a gas station, pay it for your gas. Look at, the, look at the adult person who's standing across from you at the cashier and think to yourself, you, sir, don't deserve to make enough money to live. And ask yourself, does that make, how do you feel about that? Like, that's just, that's just got to change, right? We can all disagree. That shit's got to change. That's, there shouldn't be any jobs that you don't get paid, you know, a living wage. Or, or and again, I, I hesitate to say never because there are, are, there are examples, for example, where maybe what you provide is a service where it's, it's a good entry point in, to younger people into the workforce and you provide mentoring services and you, you, you help, you know, maybe you write good college, res, you know, college recommendation letters or something. And so you attract the, the, you know, the younger kids and the younger generations, and then maybe you don't have to pay as much money, but maybe you have other benefits that you can provide. I mean, I, I understand that there are some different business models and that there are some things that, and, and I know people who are going to say, listen, I can't, there's no, there's no way you can provide childcare and pay a living wage. And I would say, then something's got to change. I'm sorry. That's just not acceptable to me. You, you can't live on slavery. That's not acceptable. That's just a basic truism of life. You gotta figure it out. So I don't know, I mean, I don't have all the answers. I personally believe that we should steal a little money from the exceptionally wealthy rich people who are spending all their money sending penis rockets into space uh, and or some of our rich corporations uh, to pay for a little bit more of this kind of stuff. Because I don't actually think it needs to be insanely a lot of money. I think, like, like what we showed when, with the pandemic, it wasn't a crazy amount of money. We're talking like $2,500 a couple times. And it was just like, holy shit, it, it just rippled through our economy. It's, we're still seeing it. $2,500, three, three, three payments of that or some, some, I don't know, something like that. I'm saying this bill that I'm hearing in, in, this, in the government that they could be passing right now except for two Democrats. God bless them. Freaking. Anyway. Uh, would, would just basically do a couple more of those. I feel like this is how you get real change in the world. If you, you, you stop and you go, hey, this is our chance. We're turning the faucets back on. Let's turn them on better. Let's turn them on a little better than we had them. Let's figure out how to make this stuff work better. How do we re-professionalize the, you know, other industries? How do we help everybody have the same quality of life that the white collar guys have at, in, they're sitting, sitting working from home from COVID? I can tell you, the white collar guys are, are living pretty happy these days for the most part. I mean, yes, we miss our offices. Yes, we miss our, you know, our, our maybe some of our happy hours and our some of that stuff. But uh, life is not, not, we have not suffered too much during this pandemic. Um, comparatively. So how do we bring that back? How do we bring back some of this equity? And how do we recognize that there's a lot of value in the work? Anyway, okay, I'm getting too far off task here. So that's my latest thought of the day is I think we need to figure out how we turn those things on smartly, how we make some of those adjustments. I think, honestly, I think this bill that's, that's in Congress right now would be a really good idea. So 
if you're just looking for a very specific, really easy thing, uh, write a letter or, or yell at the, the two holdouts. You can probably Google it. Uh, who's, who's holding up this bill and figure out how to get that. Or, or you know, if you're from a Republican state, contact your Republican senator and say, hey, get on, get on the board here. This is an easy one. Look at the bill because it really, I, I just heard a really good story on NPR about this bill and it talked about how, you know, we've got a lot of discussion about the back and forth, about whether it's going to pass, whether it's not going to pass, but very little discussion about exactly what it's paying for, what is it doing. And so they said that one, one way to look at a lot of the payments is following the life of a child, right? So we're starting with everybody should have some basic maternal care. So with, before they're pregnant, they should be paid, you know, for blah, blah, blah. When the baby's born, they should all be paid maternity leave. We can have some systems in place where, you know, for a little bit of money, we can match blah, blah, blah. blah. Everybody can have it pretty quickly. Those kinds of things, right? These are pretty much no-brainers. Every other country in the world has this kind of thing. What, why should... Why should White women, or not white women, why should women in white collar positions get for, you know, 12 weeks of maternity leave? Mostly, not all, but mostly. And women who work in blue collar jobs or hourly jobs, they don't get 12 weeks of maternity leave. I don't even think they get any maternity leave often. That's just crazy. Maybe they get to have their job back if they want it bad enough. Anyway, uh, so these are, these are inequities that we can fix. So these are the types of things that are kind of being, being addressed in here. Which I think is long overdue. So, anyway, if you're if you're kind of like me and you're feeling like this is just general dissatisfaction, maybe it is because life has gotten too hard, and maybe these are things we can fix if we make life a little easier. And I don't know if you guys have any friends that are from other countries, but I have friends that are. I used to be in like in the global uh, business. Let's see, what was my job? My job I had the funniest job in my life. It was the global business intelligence GPBI. Global process business intelligence. Anyway, we got to meet people from all over the world, and the people that were from Europe and those places just generally seemed a little bit more more mellow and happy and laid back to me. And I think part of it has to do with that life is not as hard in those places because there are some more of these things put in place. Okay, so that's that's my argument for the day. I know people are gonna whatever. I don't want to get too political, and I, I for example, a little too political, but it is what it is. Okay, so. Uh, I'm still driving around the lake, still having a beautiful day. Uh, yeah, that's my two cents. I hope everybody's having a good day. Okay, so, yeah, overall, 10% uh, loss of our satisfaction. You can combat it in your life. You can you can combat it. I mean, if, if, even if you don't agree with me on the political side and think that's a bunch of crap, that's fine. Uh, you can still maybe agree with me that there's kind of been this overall reduction in our satisfaction in everything. I think one way to is one way to sort of help negate that is to spend more time walking around, looking at nature, and appreciating and being grateful. I know that it feels like that for me in my life. Is that when I've felt more and more out of touch and more and more sort of dissatisfied and frustrated just by walking around and stopping and being grateful for the things around me and the people around me, and it really helps. So take a minute that today. You'll, you'll, you'll thank yourself for it. All right. That's all I got for you today. Back to you, Ted.